Pastor Jade, for leading us in worship today. Let me just take a moment and greet you in the name of the Lord. We are so looking forward to the time when we can assemble back in this house together and uh, just fellowship one with another like we have done over the past several years. We truly do miss you. Uh, this place is not the same without you, and uh, we are looking forward to uh, the opportunity to come together. We're believing uh, in the very near future, but this morning I am thankful for the technology and, uh, that we have to be able to come into your home and to bring to you the Word of the Lord on this Palm Sunday, and uh, so I say welcome to you today. Uh, to our church family and those that may be joining us that are uh, part of the, of the body of Christ from all over uh, the nation as well as uh, maybe different parts of the world today. But uh, I'm going to invite you to go with me to the scripture this morning as we just began to share a little bit of time with you this morning. In Matthew chapter number 21, if you'd like to turn there and follow along in your Bibles this morning, I would encourage you to do so. And uh, I do feel like the Lord has given us a word to share with you this morning. And I pray that uh, we will not just have ears to hear, but we will have hearts to receive what God is speaking. I do believe that in this season of time that we find ourselves in, uh, there is lots of things that's been said, but there is one voice we need to hear, and that is the voice of the Lord concerning this time frame that we find ourselves in. And I'm going to try to share with you uh, a little history that we read of in Scripture of a time when things was in a place of disruption, um, maybe unexpected by what was known as the norm of that time. I'm going to try to tie that into where we are today with the help of the Lord this morning. So thank you for joining us, and thank you for taking time to be with us on this Sunday morning. But let us go to the Word together this morning. I'm going to read a few passages of Scripture in your hearing today just to lay a foundation for our time together. Matthew chapter number 21, we know that Jesus is drawing near to Jerusalem, and we find that in verse number 2 of chapter 21, he says these words, Go into the village over against you, and straightway you shall find an ass tied and a colt with her. Loose them and bring them unto me. And if any man say aught unto you, you shall say, The Lord hath need of them, and straightway he will send them. All this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, Tell ye the daughter of Zion, Behold, the king cometh unto thee, meek and sitting upon an ass, and a colt the foal of an ass. And the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them, and brought the ass and the colt, and put on them their clothing, and they set him thereon. And a very great multitude spread their garments in the way. Others cut down branches from the trees, and strode them in the way, and the multitudes that went before and that followed cried, saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when he had come into Jerusalem, all the city was moved, saying, Who is this? And the multitude said, This is Jesus, the prophet of Nazareth, 
of Galilee. And Jesus went into the temple of God, and he cast out all them that sold and bought in the temple and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold doves. And he said unto them, It is written, My house shall be called the house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. And the blind and the lame came to him in the temple, and he healed them. And when the chief priest and the scribes saw the wonderful things that he did, and the children crying in the temple and saying, Hosanna to the son of David, they were sore displeased. And he said unto them, Hearest thou what these say? And Jesus saith unto them, Yea, have you never read, Out of the mouths of babes and sucklings thou hast perfected praise. We read of this same event in John chapter number 12, beginning in verse number 12. Allow me to read that as well. It says, On the next day, much people that came to the feast, when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, they took branches of palm trees and went forth to meet him and cried, Hosanna, blessed is the king of Israel that cometh in the name of the Lord. And Jesus, when he had found a young ass, set thereon, as it is written, Fear not, daughter of Zion, behold, thy king cometh sitting on an ass's colt. These things understood not his disciples at first, but when Jesus was glorified, then remembered they these things were written of him, and that they had done these things unto him. The people, therefore, that was with him, when he called Lazarus out of his grave and raised him from the dead, bear record. For this cause the people also met him, for they for that they heard that he had done this miracle. And the Pharisees therefore said among themselves, Perceive you how you prevail nothing. Behold, the world is gone after him. And there were certain Greeks among them that came to worship at the feast. The same came therefore to Philip, which was of Bethesda of Galilee, and desired him, saying, Sir, we would see Jesus. And Philip cometh and telleth Andrew, and again, Andrew and Philip tells Jesus, and Jesus answered them, saying, The hour is come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. In these passages of Scripture, you're very familiar with probably but I want to take a few moments and I want to examine them and I want to share with you what God has put on my heart for our time together today. And for this thought this morning, I want to preach for a few moments on a time of a disruptive praise. We find that leading up to this event, there had been much prophecy that had been given concerning this time. We could read that in Zechariah chapter 9 and verse 9. We could also talk about in the book of Daniel chapter number 9 to verse 27 and others talking about leading up to a very unique time in history. But when we begin to understand that there was getting ready to be a shifting take place in the life of Jesus, we find that he's getting ready to go into the week that was going to change humanity forever. But we find that as Jesus comes to Jerusalem and there begins to be a sound heard in that city that was not expected by those 
that was doing their normal thing at this particular time of year. They were celebrating, they were preparing for the Passover and all of these things, but all of a sudden there's a sound at the edge of town that begins to ring out, and it is a multitude of people that began to cry, Hosanna to the Son of David. No one was expecting to hear that that day, and therefore we find that it was bringing about a disruption in such a manner that it says that all of the city was moved. But the day before this transpired that we read of, if you was to go to the beginning of chapter number 12 in the Gospel of John, you would find that Jesus had been invited to a supper and he is sitting at the table with Lazarus, the man that he had raised from the dead. And there was those that was present there that was wanting to hear and see not just Jesus, but Lazarus as well. But all of a sudden, unannounced, there was one by the name of Mary that she arrived at that particular home. And we find that when they had made a supper for him, in verse number 3 of chapter 12, it says that then took Mary a pound of ointment of spikener that was very costly, and she anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair, and the house was filled with the odor of that ointment. Immediately upon this transpiring, those that was with Jesus and others began to not understand what was taking place and they actually began to speak against her for that which she had done but she had distributed and she had offered a disruptive praise everything that she began to do at that moment of time began to have great significance notice her act of worship was actually a time of significant purpose because of her disruptive praise, we find that the body of Jesus was anointed for burial. We find that this season of disruptive praise that she provided led to a release of the prophetic words coming to fulfillment in a very unique fashion the following day. It was written that Israel's king would come riding on a colt and we find that this begins to transpire after his body has been anointed and we find that when we look at these two passages of scripture together we see him arrive and notice the city of Jerusalem is in full swing doing what it always has done during this season but all of a sudden this sound begins to penetrate the normal sound and a group of people began to lift up their voices and they began to cry out Hosanna to the son of David blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord the city finds itself in a place of disruption and scripture says that all of the city was moved in such a manner that they began to respond by asking the question who is this man if we could just get a picture this morning of what was really transpiring but the multitude responded this is Jesus can I share with you this morning there is still something about that name Jesus and 
Upon his arrival, the first thing that he does is he begins to address the issues of the day. And this morning, I believe that we need to hear the word of the Lord. And, and I want to share with you what God has put in my spirit concerning this hour. And this may be a little different this morning, but while you're in your home and while you're in a place that maybe we wasn't planning on being today, I want us to hear the word of the Lord because I sense in my spirit that since the beginning of this year, there has been a sound that has been touching the heavens from a portion of the body of Christ that has caused a disruption to take place. The prayers of the intercessors has been perceived by God as a disruptive praise. Much like when Mary walked into the house when Jesus was sitting at a supper table and began to anoint his body with a very costly ointment. I believe that the place we find ourselves today is a very significant place and it is a place that cannot be ignored and this morning please hear me while the world is struggling to understand and trying to process the current events of our day there should not be a spirit of fear upon the body of Christ this morning but there should be a calling out to the one that we call King in such a manner that we create such a disruption in the spiritual realm that men and women begin to ask the question, who is this man that you're speaking of? I believe that since the beginning of this year, while others thought it was not important to spend time with him, the intercessors of the body of Christ, please hear me this morning, I believe that you have touched the heart of God. And not only has he heard your cry, but he has received it as a type of prophetic or disruptive praise that has caused many things to be shaken and shattered. Because of your praise, others now will begin to praise him and cities are going to begin to be moved by his arrival and the spirit of religion has been broken in this moment of time in this nation and the nations of the world. And I believe that many will begin to move in ways that they have never known before because of what is transpiring in this season. I heard the Lord say in recent days in my spirit, that which I'm about to do, says the Lord, will cause your children to begin to cry out and worship me with a perfected praise. I know that in this season, there will be those that will want to silence what he is about to do. But he says, what I'm about to do is to allow a springing forth of much fruit in this season. For this current pandemic has caused some things to die, but it is going to cause other things to live. This morning, as we are in our homes and in significant places where we're not unified in the body in the natural realm please hear me we must forever step into a place of unity in the spiritual realm 
Notice the city found itself in a place of disruption in Matthew 21, much like our world is finding itself in a place of disruption today. But notice, the first thing that Jesus does when he comes into the city is he walks into the temple of God and he begins to make a proclamation. And the proclamation that he makes is this, it is written, my house shall be called the house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. And notice immediately he began to take authority over the house of God. I want to say to you this morning, his arrival exposed the error of his house and he immediately restored it back to its rightful purpose. And I believe that we're in a time today where there is an exposing of error within the body of Christ. And I believe that this exposing of error is not necessarily just to bring judgment to a people, but it is to bring about a time of repentance so that there can begin to be the rightful purpose of the body of Christ once again be seen on display in the nations of the world. This morning, as I thought, think about Palm Sunday, and I think about the sounds of jubilation, and of jubilee, rather, and I think about and I hear about the shouts and what it must have done to the heart of Christ as he sat on that donkey's back and rode into the city. It was just a few days later that some of those same people would begin to cry, crucify him. But he was in a moment of time that was very significant because in this moment of time, there was getting ready to be a release come to a people that they was not expecting or preparing for. This morning as we stand in this house and while you're sitting in your home, notice with me, verse 14 of chapter 21, the book of Matthew, it says, after he removes those that was defiling his house and he has restored the house of God back to its rightful purpose, it says the blind and the lame come to him and he healed them. And we also find it was then in the temple, in the midst of men and women being healed and delivered, we hear children crying out, Hosanna to the son of David in the temple. I pray this morning that we will hear the word of the Lord. There's a couple of things I'd like to make mention very quickly this morning. We find ourselves right now in a, an appointed time. Secondly, this morning, there is a group of individuals that God has been given revelation knowledge to concerning the change of seasons that we find ourselves in. And to you, this morning, your assignment is to begin to offer up a disruptive praise that will become contagious in this hour where others will begin to call on the name of Jesus. Your praise is going to give birth to a season of palm branches and shouts of worship that is going to cause cities to be moved. This current pandemic 
has got many on edge and it's got our world very uncertain in many avenues. But notice with me, God has allowed it to take place in order to disrupt the behavior and to expose the deceit of those that have defiled his temple. And God is using this hour to purge his house, yes, but also to bring about a restoration to it so that it can fulfill its true purpose. I believe with all of my heart this morning as I stand here full of optimism, there is a generation that is about to receive their sight and their ears are about to be open to hear in such a manner that they are going to no longer be lame on their feet. But I believe that we are on the brink of the arrival of a true army of God that is going to go forth and proclaim the gospel message to those around the globe because this is an hour and this is a season that God has ordained. And I believe that as we transition into this season, there is a propelling into the next chapter that has taken us to the great and dreadful day of the Lord. Please hear this preacher this morning. The church of Jesus Christ, and I put that in parentheses this morning, not the church world, but the true church of Jesus Christ is on the verge of experiencing the return of her king. It is in this season of uncertainty, it's a time to begin to celebrate that which we know is certain, and that is Jesus Christ. He is still our Redeemer. He has not forsaken us, nor will He. He is not far off, but He is still very near to all that will call upon Him. Can I share with you this morning, there is a shout of praise that needs to be offered in this hour. For it is this shout of praise, much like the shout of Israel at Jericho, that has the power to bring down strongholds that will cause the church to advance towards the promises of God for this season and for this hour. There may be those this morning that says the walls are too strong and they're too wall, they're, they're too tall and they're too thick. They're, they're not able to be penetrated. But this morning I would say to you uh, that there is a God that still has power and has authority and he still desires to empower his people to be his hands and his feet. And this morning we do not have to be discouraged. We do not have to be distraught. But we can be encouraged because the next thing on the prophetic calendar of events is that getting ready to be fulfilled and that is the return of the Lord for his church this morning while we may feel some anxiousness please hear me today Mary began to offer up a praise in the house where others was just sitting doing the normal thing of the day but it began to lead into a day where there began to be a shout in the streets that moved the city where somebody was saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Hear me this morning. In our culture today, in our world today, you and I could not allow the voices of the world to take our joy, our victory, nor can we allow them to take our vision. We today must hear, but we also must see. 
that which God is doing and that which he is desiring to do. This morning, as we are here in one of the most wonderful seasons for men and women of faith, Palm Sunday, leading into Easter Sunday, time that we celebrate the resurrection of our King. And while we may be frustrated that we're not able to be together in the natural realm like we would desire to be, we can be together in spirit and we can begin to offer up praise and worship right where we are this morning in such a manner that we began to cause cities to be shaken and disrupted by the power and the arrival of Jesus. I believe this morning that much like he rode into the city of Jerusalem, he is desiring to make his presence known in this city and cities all across this nation and all across the world. In this very unique season we find ourselves in. Not to bring destruction to us, but to bring us back into a place of intimate fellowship with him in such a manner that we began to see the miracle working power of God on display again in such a manner that men and women began to be healed, delivered, and set free where men and women began to see themselves for who they are and they began to cry out in repentance and say, God, become Lord of my life. This morning, as you're in your home with your family and we find ourselves asking many questions as when will this change and when will this change and when will this be different? Let us not miss what God is doing today in the earth. And let us not lean to our own understanding, but let us lean on Him in all things. And let's begin to just praise Him for who He is. Mary walked into home and knelt down at his feet and just began to worship him because of who he was and her praise disrupted the norm of that day but because of a disruptive praise and because of his body been anointed he then on the next day standing at the edge of the city of Jerusalem, sent his disciples in to bring back the colt and the ass. And the prophetic vein began to be opened and began to flow in such a manner that that which had been spoken of for years and years prior began to be fulfilled because... Of somebody just offering praise this morning right where you are
right where I am, we hold the key to bring about an absolute time of celebration. Just like he arrived in Jerusalem on that day, he is desiring to arrive in your home and in your family and in your city and in your nation in a manner where men and women can be healed, delivered, and set free, and where the church can be restored back to the place that it's supposed to be. So this morning, right where you are, I'm going to ask you to join me in prayer. But as we pray, I'm going to ask you to offer up a praise this morning. I'm going to ask you to just to give him praise for who he is in your life and what he means to you in this season. And I believe that as the church of Jesus Christ begins to honor him and begins to worship him, I believe there's getting ready to be a disruption in the city where men are going to be drawn to him and they're going to see him in a manner where he's operating in authority and power and where he will be glorified and lifted up. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you this morning. I thank you today for the privilege for a few moments to come into the home of your children and this body of Christ and others that are joining us online today. And Father, today in our inabilities and our shortcomings, I pray that the audience today would hear heart of God this morning and know this that there is a call to repentance yes but there is also a call to worship so today father I pray right now where we are at connected through technology this morning that you would hear our worship for God we lift you up and only you we call out to you and only you for God, we know this, that you are our source, our strength. You're our redeemer. You're our salvation. You're the one that goes before us. And Father, we thank you for that. But Lord, as we pause on this Palm Sunday, we thank you. We thank you that you was willing to get on the back of that little donkey a little over 2,000 years ago and ride into the city even though you knew what was coming in just a few short days. For Lord, we know this, that when you got on the back of that donkey and you looked down, you saw an emblem of a cross on its back. And Lord, we know that when you looked down and saw the hoofs of its feet, you saw the stripes that was representation of that which you was getting ready to bear for our healing and our deliverance. But even though you saw those reminders and you knew what it was leading you to, you was willing to take that ride. And Lord, we're so thankful for it. And Father, today we lift you high today because you have been so faithful and you have been so kind and you have been so loving towards us even when we wasn't lovable. And Father, today we take a moment and we just simply say thank you. And today, Father, I just pray that those that are watching 
right where they are, if there's a spirit of fear trying to grip their heart or if there's anxieties trying to paralyze them and trying to take peace and rest from them, I just speak to those issues today and I command them to be broken off of them in the name that's above every name, the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. And I speak peace over them. I speak rest over them. I speak peace over their homes and over their family. I speak a word of protection, a word of healing over them that's battling sickness and disease today. And Lord, we know this, that you are faithful. And Father, we thank you for it. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you today. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for taking the time to be with us as we celebrate together in this season, the Passover season. And we look forward to being back with you very soon. God bless.